0: Welcome to Hashtag Radio, I'm Fred McAwesome.
1: I'm Chris McAwesome.
0: And on this week's uncultured roundup of social media, web, tech, gaming and pop culture, we've got a few interesting things to talk about. Uh, Is New Zealand planning to ban Facebook?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Are they? No. Let's discuss. (laughs) Uh, Lenovo and HP both uh, release some interesting PCs, both very different from each other. Um, Netflix gaming is going to be at E3. Yeah,
1: that's weird. Uh,
0: the two powerhouses of gaming, Sony and Microsoft, have reached a partnership.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: let's discuss. And, uh, we have some, uh, pop culture stuff with some big news around the X-Men franchise.
2: Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I know nothing about X-Men. I know, I've
0: left this one. In, uh, intentionally, so it's like a little treat for me. Yeah, I've intentionally left this one off the list because I know that X Men's one of your favorite franchises. It is. Um. So,
1: the cartoon, anyway.
0: Yeah, or well, the cartoon. And you enjoyed the original movies.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Kind of.
0: You, you like looking at uh, Hugh Jackman with his shirt off? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've got all that coming up um, in the show. Make sure you stick around. This week in France, uh, New Zealand's uh, Jacinda Ardern uh, held a summit or spearheaded a summit uh, with uh, leaders from around the world as well as tech giants around the world to tackle the problem that is extremism on social media.
1: Yeah, Violent extremism. Violent
0: extremism on social media. Um, Now, this has uh, erupted into an online sort of accusations uh, with people within our own country of New Zealand yeah. uh, and around the world uh, accusing New Zealand of wanting to ban Facebook and this is all actually due to misreporting or Misrepresentation
1: of well, headlining it, They yeah, did yeah. clickbait
0: Yeah, very much clickbaity headlines Traditional
1: media did clickbaity headlines around yeah. a summit that was calling to end extremist viol- violence yeah. online Yeah. And instead said New Zealand was looking to ban Facebook yeah
0: correct like one of the headlines I actually read was uh, in brackets like a quote uh, I will ban Facebook Jacinda Ardern
1: right exactly and that
0: was an actual headline I read Um,
1: and traditional media companies wonder why people don't trust them yeah
0: and being online and Facebook groups and stuff like that over the last week uh, a lot of people where it's just straight up going, fuck Jacinda, um, you know, how dare she want to ban Facebook, blah, 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 all that, right? So and it stupid. just comes down to dumb, dumb fuckery. <laughs> yeah. Where people have seen a headline and gone, oh my god, Jacinda's trying to ban Facebook. Yeah. Look, and they haven't way. actually read the article that goes along with it.
1: Look, I don't think anybody's actually surprised that the majority of the public have. Mm. Um, fallen and promoted
0: um stupid fake news fake news <laughs> sad
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but that's actually not what the christchurch call to action was i was just all. about to say
0: so that this is what's been going around um around people that don't know how to read an article mm. so how can I, uh, what i want to do is as we said at the start of the show let's answer the question this is new zealand going to fan, ban Facebook.
1: And the answer is?
0: No. Okay. No, they're not going to ban Facebook. They don't want to ban Facebook. So let's break down the facts of what did happen this week.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, so there was a summit held in France.
1: Yes, Paris, uh, at the Paris Summit. Yep,
0: the Paris Summit. And there were representatives from all the big uh, social media outlets. You've yep. got a list there.
1: Facebook, Microsoft, Google, Amazon and Twitter.
0: Yep. And there it was... A summit to discuss what can be done about uh, curtailing the spread of violent extremism on Facebook or online in general?
1: Yeah. Um, so they actually signed, all the digital companies actually ended up signing the Christchurch Court of Action, yep. which is basically a declaration. Which talks about what they're going to support within their own platforms. perspective platform. Yep. Then there was another part, which was countries who would help uh, either support this, um, call to action? this call to action. Yeah. And it's where the US refused to sign it. Yeah. Um, and so there were actually five individual actions hmm. um, in the call to action. So there was the terms of use. Okay so that's
0: basically just what rules in place saying if you're going to use this platform you can't be a racist pig
1: yeah pretty much
0: and Insh- whatnot
1: um the other one is user reporting of terrorist and violent okay. extremist content Yep. And so this is um, around making or enabling more methods for users to report other users yeah so I, I don't know if anybody's ever actually gone through the process of having to report a cunt on Facebook or Twitter. <laughs> oh, yes, I have. Um, but it can be quite, um, I don't know, it's, okay, so lip service-like.
0: Yeah, either that or it's not very transparent. Yeah. Um, I think the most transparent I have seen has been Twitter. Twitter can take anywhere between half an hour to 24 hours before you know that they've done something. Yeah, Facebook. But they once they've done something, you get a notification saying, thanks for your report. Or first you get the thanks for your report, we're looking into this. Yeah. Then you get the result message to you. This person has been banned, or we've looked into this, and this person has done nothing wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, <coughs> so the fourth one is it? Yeah. Is enhancing te- Technology. So, this is their um, whole thing that they're going to invest in technology that can detect... Mm. Um, Extremism? Yeah. Terrorist and violent...
0: Yeah. Um, and when we say terrorist here, this is...
1: Violent extremist content online.
0: Yeah. So, and this is anybody of any race, of any social background, any political background... Yeah. Um that is just Yeah, so this is like wanting, the ISIS
1: videos that are still going around.
0: But I was gonna say this is ISIS, this is white supremacists, this yep. is this is even left wing suprema or left wing violent people.
1: Yeah, so they're actually looking into the digital fingerprints. Yep. Like they're starting to get very CSI. Yeah. Um and looking at AI based technology, which we all know has flaws, but at least it's something. Yep. Um Oh no, that was the third. So the fourth one is live streaming. Mm-hmm. And so this is identifying um, and creating appropriate uh, checks on live streaming, Mm -hmm. which is aimed at reducing the risk of extremist live content going out. Because you you don't know. Yeah. No one's going to know what somebody's going to put up on a live stream. Um, And so it's more around like vetting measures. Yeah. Uh, all that in moderation of certain live stream events. So if something starts going viral, starts getting shared, probably should be checked. Yeah. And then the fifth one is transparency reports. Now this is quite an important one. Um, so all of them are going to commit to publishing on a regular basis, transparency reports about um, the detection and removal of terrorist or violent um, extremist content online, mm. because we don't actually know
0: how much gets found, or how much gets, what found, gets done about it,
1: how much gets pulled yeah. of anything, versus how many people. Like even stuff like how many, how many times does this shit get reported,
2: mm.
1: and nothing's done, yeah. or is anything done? Yeah, you know, it's it's that kind of stuff. So these, the um, summit itself was. The detection, oh, not detection. These digital companies hmm. and these countries are all going to share and collaborate in creating um, technology. Yep. So this is their technology development. They're looking at crisis protocols, which is your crisis management, mm-hmm. um, which I find ironic, considering I had a conversation about crisis management this week. Yes. Um, in regards to clients, so. I thought that was funny um, Education, so they're going to look at Working with industry and government um, And educational institutions mm-hmm. And universities and schools and stuff like that um, To help and educate the public About terrorist and extremist Violent content online yep. And they're going to all commit To working um, To attack the root Cause of extremism and hate Online
0: That's a big ask
1: yeah it's a huge huge ask like i don't expect any of these things to work well over the next year yeah this
0: is going to be a long process to get this right
1: but these are steps in the right direction
0: 100 there
1: so i'm i'm constantly amused at these comments which do tend to be from right wing
0: uh okay, So I did see... Okay, when it came to the we're going to get rid of Facebook um lies that came out today.
1: Oh, yeah. But it's general it's general public. Yeah, I was going to say. We're going to fall for that shit. Yeah. But the ones that are attacking the actual Christchurch call to action do mm. tend to be right-wing. Yeah. And I think, um like a lot of pussies, it's really about... Um, they're scared that they won't be able to spread their hate and Yeah, so
0: that's why I find quite... um, It's funny that the only country that has not signed on to this, or the only big country that hasn't signed on to this, is America. Yeah. It's the United States of America, whose leader uh, is very much um, followed and supported by extremist right-wing people that do... traditionally have a large base including white supremists or um
1: Look, there's hate in all forms hate is hate yeah hate and, is hate yeah. and regardless of the color it all looks the same Yep. um but it's also not needed yeah like we're better than that
0: hmm. but the point i was trying to make now was the current leadership in America who has not signed on to this agreement does have a very vocal um, white supremacist following. Yeah. And that's why I find it funny that, like, is there a connection? I'm asking the question here. Is there a connection between the fact that the current leader over there who has decided not to sign on to this anti-extremism measure in social media has a very vocal supporter base that would be considered extremist
1: Um, violence extremists yeah well they are extremists Hmm. um i think the fact that they're like no don't sign it just uh, so that means you are an extremist well uh, i i think it's almost like the government is acknowledging the fact that confirming the fact that they're yeah they're um, they're they're confirming
0: that yeah support supporting
1: uh, extremists we don't want
0: to upset our constituency oh yeah why would you not want to upset your constituency with something like this oh because the some of our constituency are those people that you're trying to stop using Facebook. Yeah, Twitter, which is ironic
1: because like all those ISIS beheadings, mm-hmm. right, these are the recent groups that so were like, they, they shouldn't be showing. Yeah, shouldn't you know, be. How, YouTube, how did this get shown on YouTube Facebook? YouTube should, no, it was YouTube back then. Yeah YouTube, yeah, YouTube should pull it down. It was mainly YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you know, why isn't this being detected? Blah, blah, blah. Um, all these companies started pulling out of YouTube. Yeah. But when a white man does it Yeah and they decide to do things properly by the book yeah. and All create sudden, an agreement yeah. Yeah. the US kind of goes, Oh no, I think we'll just we'll just stay until the next election.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll let the next people have to worry about this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, which is also funny considering most of these companies are American companies too.
1: Yeah. So Facebook um, didn't update. Pretty much the same, day, it was yeah, the same day. Yeah, that they signed the agreement. Um, and it's kind of. Oh.
0: They got their changes rolling out to Facebook Live, correct?
1: Yeah. 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 Um. So the two changes that they're making. Uh, this is their
0: immediate changes, right? Yeah. This yeah. is.
1: Yeah, one of them's gone out, which is the live now um, change. Yeah. Okay, and what they've actually done is they've updated the policy to include a one strike policy. Yeah. And so this is basically if you if you blow our um, the pose, terms of agreement yeah. in regards to abusing our life Yeah. And using it for um, spread hate. Yeah, to spread hate or extremist content mm-hmm. out gone gone except it's not actually gone
0: so what i read was that they're going to have various different sort of punishments in place the first one being a 30-day ban.
1: yeah it's a time restriction yeah. and a time restriction starts <coughs> at 30 days and mm. goes up depending on the severity yeah um, then they'll, what they also do at the same time is those accounts are then prevented from creating ads to be yeah. able to spread that. The next change Facebook actually um, announced on the day of mm-hmm. that they started implementing is they're actually work, working with a couple of universities. One of them is actually Berkeley mm-hmm. uh, University. And they are looking at manipul- manipulated media.
0: Okay, explain that. I didn't yeah. actually read this part.
1: Um, so this is... Um, stuff like deep fakes. Do you know what that is?
0: Ah, yes. So this Uh, is... It's
1: it's when all forms of media, so images, video, audio, and they've all been um, manipulated to depict events that never happened.
2: Yeah.
1: And so what Facebook are doing with um, Berkeley Hmm. and this other university is working on algorithms and AI. Yeah to detect um, deep fakes yeah deep fakes manipulated media um, for political
2: yeah
1: or um, extremist gains
0: yeah
1: so that's what was that's
0: gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one to follow
1: yeah the next what they did on uh, pretty quick though was At the same time, they implemented their policies, their algorithm for detecting music in the background um, started working really super well. Okay. So people who had been like, oh, you know when you go to like a kid's school?
0: Yeah, or a cafe or something and there's music on the background? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, those end up partially muted now.
0: (laughs) So that there is something that has happened on YouTube and Twitch for a while.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit weird i think what's weird about it is they go on about how they can't detect um, manipulated images but they can detect the Music audio the yeah that's in the background
0: that of which
1: someone is talking mm. and is the main i just find that really interesting so they have the technology to do that mm. but they don't have the technology to detect whether or not a bad word is being used with a bad image.
0: Yeah, or a bad combination of words. Yeah, or or like... (laughs) Like surely they can do it. The other thing as well that uh, I messaged you about this after this announcement came out actually. Yeah. is I instantly at first started to get quite defensive of them instantly being able to censor the live stream platform because um, what I do for a job is heavily reliant on live streaming, whether it's on Facebook live whether it's on twitch whether it's on YouTube and censoring and putting restrictions on those I think can be a bad thing but then I actually thought about it longer and I was like well actually Facebook of out of everybody out of every company that has a live streaming platform hmm. Facebook has so much data on their users yeah like a huge amount of data on their users um, they should not only be able to predict that this person shouldn't have Facebook Live because of what they say, but surely they'd be able to have an AI that would be able to calculate when somebody is at risk of being a terrorist or being an extremist, a dangerous extremist, purely out of... What they share Their Facebook chats They've got access To what I do on my phone So They've I think the access, problem like With All that right? Yeah
1: I think the problem With <laughs> I think that's the Greatest it's very min- fear uh, It's of, very
0: minority Report
1: Yeah And I think that's The greatest fear Of most people Who are into privacy Yeah Is um, Using your digital Footprint hmm. Or fingerprint To dictate Whether or not You're going to be A risk
0: Or whether you're Going to Commit a crime in the future
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, And that kind of has It's problems On it's own Because It's analysing Stuff that you put up Online mm. That's not necessarily Reflective Of You As such No So you have a lot of Influences With all their Social media accounts Correct That's not who they are In real life No And you can't I don't think you can Dictate personality from um, and belief systems of an individual based on um, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. No, but not just Instagram, that. But, um, when there are so many variables that affect oh, what There totally is.
0: There totally is. But when you have a look at, say, let's have a look at the guy that committed the horrendous crime in new zealand right yeah so he was active in racist facebook groups
1: yeah
0: um his so
1: i think this i I haven't finished yeah
0: (laughs) he had shared um uh, articles and stuff on his facebook profile talking about and with his own narrative on it of you know if the uh, islamic community and blah 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 blah, blah. but then outside of facebook he's also had who's active in like 4chan and um uh that horrible uh, a couple of other horrible blogs or forums and stuff like that Mm. but so all of what i'm saying is all of those pieces of data combined you would have actually been able to piece together a profile on him whether or not he is going to commit a crime right yeah so I would say i would say if you had a look at everything he did on his computer yeah chances are it would have been pointing very much in that direction of this is going to happen um but let's say they block him from using all of that and he wasn't going to commit that crime but he was very much talking about it still i'm okay with them blocking him and banning him from using those platforms if someone is even just having racist commentary on stuff and they're never going to be that person that will go and shoot up a mosque. I still have no problem with Facebook banning them because okay, so I think, those, those innocent people that are racist, you know, yeah. the people that aren't committing crimes but they're racist, are helping perpetuate the people that would commit those crimes.
1: Yeah, okay. So I think you've kind of mixed two different issues. Potentially. Um, I, so when it comes to whether or not they would have been able to dictate, I actually don't think that is the job of the platform.
0: But no one else has that much data on people.
1: I still, well, hello, this is the five eyes we're talking uh, about. Yeah. Okay, and fair. so I believe that when it comes to profiling people, Mm-hmm. I think there's more to it than just what people put up on fucking online. Yeah. I think it's about these searches. I think it's about um, who they talk with. I think it's... um, I agree. This is exactly on time. Yeah, their jobs and their salary and all that information. And that becomes the responsibility, not of a platform, Mm -hmm. but of the police.
0: Correct. I, I agree. But the police just don't have those resources.
1: Really, who said? Because we are a part of a five eyes, of which is we have a dedicated.
0: Yeah, but one of those eyes doesn't want to be involved. The (laughs) GCSB, the
1: GCSB in New Zealand, Mm -hmm. is a dedicated cyber agency, which is committed Mm. to being the fucking so-called firewall Mm. for New Zealand, which obviously fucking failed, Mm. but. That's their responsibility. And I think governments have to take responsibility of monitoring and governing their own people. Yeah. Um, It's not the platform's job to create potential profiles, even though that's actually what they do for advertising. Hmm. So, yeah, they do have that ability. But for criminal stuff, that's...
0: I know, it's, I know it's problematic, and I, and it's, uh, I and know yeah, it's, it's, it's it's opening up a big big old can of worms, but what I am saying is and we're not even, there is potential and there to do it. it's not
1: even entertaining. It's not so much that there's potential, there already is being done, hmm. but as we know, they weren't focused on white supremacy. No,
0: they were focused on brown faces coming <laughs> out from the Middle East.
1: They were focused on people who weren't white. Hmm. And that was the failure So is that the platform's failure Or is that our oh, I think, government's yeah. spy definitely, agency
0: That's definitely the spy agencies. Where, well.
1: where the platform failed And I think that's this is where we get back to the call of action mm-hmm. Was that uh, They said they don't have that kind of technology To detect um, And keep up with The amount of people Sharing it Yet hmm. they have the AI technology
0: For other things For Anything that's going to financially benefit them
1: Yeah, Hmm. and as we know, racism um, and those hatred, Hmm. There's a lot of money to be made in those platforms. Hmm. By signing to this, they're actually going to lose a shit ton of money Hmm. because well, a lot of it is. um, If they're choosing,
0: okay, so if they're signing up to signing on to this and they're actually going to commit to it, um, and even though they may lose money out of it. I think kudos to them. Good on them. I'm, I'm stoked. But it's all yet to be seen. It's an agreement like this isn't something that's legally binding. It's just uh, we're coming together and we're going to start discussing this. Yeah, so. it's,
1: a, it's a commitment. Yeah. And it's, it is actually up to every country who signed it, except mm-hmm. the US, who have no commitments, mm-hmm. um, to work with those platforms mm. to make online safer um there was actually a really interesting um study I read last week Mm -hmm. and it was in regards to um how people view stuff online and you see all the videos that go out Mm -hmm. and where the people are getting beaten up um you know, old people being tormented. Um, And these videos fucking go viral. Mm. Just people doing evil shit to other evil people. And then you find out that the cops actually haven't done anything. Mm. And so the study I read was um, how a cop was actually frustrated because he said that if it was done on the streets Mm -hmm. or in front of them, they would be compelled Right To arrest That person Hmm. But On digital They don't have that Jurisdiction They can't see a video And then go I'm going to go Arrest that person now Yeah Great They actually have to wait For a complaint Yeah To be lodged Yeah Um, Like you see People getting beaten up At train stations Yeah Police They can't do anything about it yeah until they've received a complaint but yet if they were there the expectation is that um, they would arrest them
0: yeah but you would think that if somebody's taken a video and posted it on Facebook and that gets brought to their attention that they would be able to use that as evidence yeah so I think
1: what the Christchurch call to action I think it missed a really good opportunity to implement a regulation in regards to Law changes? Yeah, recognising that we now have digital streets Hmm. and um, empowering, I guess, your local police or whatever to be able to um, see a video that comes through Hmm. and go, well, we don't actually have to wait for a complaint because we can see a crime has been committed. Hmm. Let's go find this person, arrest them. Rather than our current process, And with the Christchurch Call to Action, while it is definitely a great commitment by um, governments and uh, these platforms, I think governments also have to take a little bit more responsibility in regulating or creating regulations that empower digital safety because no one has that. We Mm. hear about all the time, and like with my grandmother who um, constantly gets scammed yeah. By these um, romance scams. Yeah. You know, of all these US soldiers who apparently fall in love with her. Yeah. Um. Those are legitimate scams. Yes. But go to the police.
0: There's nothing you can do about it.
1: Yeah, they just say, oh, I can't. Well, we've
0: attempted to do something about it three times now?
1: Four. Four. Yeah. yeah. There's, we can't do anything about it. We, we've gone to the point where we can actually track the fucking person. Yeah.
0: We've got evidence. Yeah. Paperwork.
1: Paperwork and everything. We can't do anything. And it's... And because... Is it because they're useless? Probably not. It's actually because... I think
0: a lot of it's their hands are tied by old laws that just aren't written to enable them to do anything about crime committed using digital... Mean, yeah. Means.
1: So while yeah, so while I'm like f- all for the Christchurch calling mm. action, I think it's a great step. Mm. I think um, the public and governments are missing out um, on the true root cause. Yep. Not the true root cause, but one of the solutions. Mm. One of many. It's not the all, but one of many solutions, mm-hmm. which is to empower. Um, policing and the digital streets which is now our world
0: Yeah. Um, Next. Well, I was just about to say uh, I, I'd love to hear the input or anything that anyone else thinks of this um, you can flick us a tweet uh, at hashtag RadioNZ uh, or you've got uh, me and Chris' own personal Twitter at Chris McAwesome or at Fid McAwesome and we'd love to hear what you guys think about um, the changes, the promises and all that that uh, come out of this last week when it comes to all this But yeah, what's up next is uh, two new pieces of technology.
1: foldable PC is a prototype by Lenovo. It's a foldable screen with a touch screen or an attachable keyboard. It's not a tablet as it's a full-size PC screen. Full si- full-size PC screen? Full-size PC. But I think we can all agree it's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> um, especially considering the whole Samsung foldable phone debacle. HP who don't want to be left out of the whole tech we didn't ask for, unveiled the Omen X25 for 2S dual screen gaming laptop. Sounds cool until you realize that the dual screen is actually a 15 inch display touchscreen which lies flat alongside your keyboard. Although unlike Lenovo, HP thought about what this would be used for and are aiming it at gamers who want to have Discord open at the same time. I would have said, okay, this is kind of innovative. If it wasn't for the fact that keyboards with touchscreens are not new. And I think the first touchscreen attached to a keyboard Hmm. was actually Razer.
0: It may have been.
1: Like, way back in 2012? I remember
0: me and you saw the first one, our first one at least. Yeah. At Digital Nations.
1: So what, 2012, 2013?
0: Years ago. It was like when we first started Hashtag.
1: Yeah, which is around the end.
0: Two hundred and how many episodes ago? <laughs> Two hundred
1: and ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I think the PC market is pretty much lacking innovation, and it, it's quite obvious if you have to steal if you are using mobile phones as All your
2: technology.
1: Yeah, as a inspiration, as a start of inspiration. The Lenovo foldable screen I thought was dumb as fuck. You know, you know what's going to happen with the foldable screen. Look,
0: this is, okay, I'm not going to talk shit about the... Yeah, play
1: devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, 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 this is what I'm going to say. I want to play devil's advocate on this. Um, what I will play devil's advocate for is... Because ev- I'm just going to shit talk e- Everyone knows that I've done work previously with Lenovo, so full transparency. Um, I do honestly think Lenovo, uh, as a company, is ridiculously innovative.
1: Mm-hmm. Th- there. That foldable PC screen, there. Yeah, so
0: let me get to that before we get to that. So... Oh, com- I don't
1: want to bolster a company's they, ego. No,
0: what I was saying, they have done amazing things. They've had the tablet with the projector built in, the Yoga Tab Three. Yeah, did they pull that
1: out of the next lineup of tablets? No, nah, still there. Okay, yeah.
0: but that, that that was such a good um, product that it lasted three years before they. Um, ended it and replaced it with a new one yeah um they've got the yoga book which is the drawing tablet built into a laptop with the thing that was pretty cool yeah um and this year they've actually replaced it with the e-ink version so you can change the keyboards into different layouts and stuff like that just makes more sense okay um but what i will say about the foldable screen laptop so essentially it's the same as a foldable phone right but it's at a pc size laptop size. i think all foldable screens are stupid yeah all of them
1: thank you but you're supposed to be defending lenovo no 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 no
0: (laughs) Uh, what i'm saying is i am not shit talking lenovo i'm shit talking foldable screens in general like the whether it's a computer slash tablet or whether it's a phone slash tablet
1: yeah i still think i don't
0: think the technology is there yet and i still don't see a reason for it
1: like the foldable phone it's tech we did not ask for yeah agreed we did not need exactly there it's a gimmick yeah yeah their whole their whole reason as to why people would want it is because of portability but we have laptops That are portable. That are portable. Yeah. Like, that's the whole purpose of a laptop Yeah, is being portable. And if you
0: need something more portable, there's smaller laptops or tablets. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you need to attach a keyboard to your foldable screen PC, Hmm. you've just made a laptop.
0: Yeah. Well, look, if you're really after a really portable laptop, Lenovo already has a solution for that. And it's the, yeah, lots the, of companies yeah. have great no, solutions. But I'm, just ta- I'm just talking about Lenovo in general because that's the, their product we're talking about. Their yoga book it's already small enough, like it fits in your handbag.
1: Yeah, HP's is actually fucking stylish.
0: Oh, that's the, the HP... Oh,
1: I can't <sighs> remember. But that black and gold? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's beautiful. Mm. And they've got a leather version of it out too. Yeah, yeah. like their mm-hmm. leather
1: is hot. Yeah, it's a good looking Like laptop. come to mama type shit. Yeah. Um, but again... not giving I'm not rubbing one off for uh, Lenovo or HP these products suck ass
0: okay so the HP thing I think it's an interesting one I I just wanted did want to correct you you said it was a 15 inch display touchscreen display no no no. it's the screen of the computer the main screens 15 inches the other one's smaller the touchscreen by the laptop smaller it's about the same size as like a cell phone.
1: Oh yeah, it is too.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's an interesting idea, but it, like I said, it's it's not one we need. It's not one we wanted, or not one we asked for. I
1: think the annoying thing about it yeah. is then like to bring it out is oh we've been innovative when I it's think not really an majority, innovation majority of people know about the razor keyboard,
0: keyboard that came out years ago
1: that came out fucking years ago yeah. with the screen. Yeah. Um, I just, I find it a little bit insulting that they go, oh, you know, we've come up with this really cool idea. We're going to put a flat screen. Yeah. um, That's flush with the keyboard. Yeah. And we're going to call it dual screen.
0: Yeah. And it's not a dual screen. It's not.
1: It just allows you so that you can open up apps on your fucking tablet. Yeah. Which, on your laptop, sorry, which you could fucking do anyway. Yeah. Without having a dual screen, yeah, I actually like. I don't know who it was. I think it might have been HP. Explain it. Who actually had the two?
0: No, that was Razer as well. Oh, Razer had the the two.
1: Have the actual dual screen.
0: So no, so they have a concept PC that hasn't been released to market. It got stolen from E3 a couple of years ago. Yeah. After they showed it, they've got a laptop that that has two extra screens that fold out from it. So it's actually a triple screen laptop.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you like, go. I think from a gaming perspective, I think, something like Razer's.
0: The keyboard we were just talking about yeah. is the Deathstalker Ultimate by Razer. Okay. Yeah, it's the one we were talking about. It's been out for years. And yeah,
1: and their one wasn't in front. Nice like, no, um, to the side. Yeah. So what I was going to say was their one, uh, HP's one, is actually on, I guess you'd say, on top of the keyboard. Yeah. Um,
0: above the keyboard. It's
1: above the keyboard. Yeah. It's closer to the main screen. Yeah. And then you have the keyboard. The Razer one was to the side. Yeah. Um, and you could open apps. I remember opening up Twitter. Yeah. When I was trialing. Yeah. That's why I was pretty sure it was the Razer one. Because I I think I did some tweets. Yeah. Um, from the Razer keyboard. Even I found that um fucking dumb, but I'm not a gamer.
0: Yeah. I mean, so it
1: might be handy having your Discord open on an this app is the
0: thing, right? um, while it,
1: you're playing a game.
0: It might be cool for uh, streamers who are on the go, maybe? I'm just trying to think, uh, devil's advocate here. Um,
1: yeah, but I still think you know, I'm, I'm more inclined for streamers or gamers to use that triple or double screen. Yeah,
0: but that's not actually available. It's not a thing yet.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still if it was available. Yeah, well, Lenovo's foldable PC isn't available. It's a yeah. prototype. Yeah. So if I'm going to talk about a prototype, I'm going to talk about all these prototypes, yeah. and I think the um, the Omen one is the screen thing that's coming the out. Screen. Yeah, and the Omen one is coming out. I guess if you're going to upgrade your gaming laptop, hmm. you might want to go for it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't think that's a selling point. I think that's why I find them stupid.
0: There was another um, interesting gaming laptop I saw while I was at IEM. I believe it was an Asus one. And it's got a slide-out keyboard. So um, you open the laptop as usual and the entire keyboard slides forward towards you about an inch. Okay. And it exposes these huge fans, which I can see a good use for that because yeah, yeah. those laptops get fucking hot but um, as it um, comes out the front of the keyboard tilts down slightly
1: oh yeah I can I get that
0: gimmick not necessary yeah. but I can see the use of that over a little screen
1: yeah I can also see that over the use of a fucking foldable PC yes great um, and I think both of them are a sign of the lack of innovation in the laptop. I think, market okay so
0: i think both cell phones and laptops we've actually got to a point with those products where we don't need more innovation the i reason, disagree i the think the reason laptops haven't got you more always interesting need
1: more innovation
0: uh, but i think the reason laptops haven't got more interesting mm. is because um we don't need them to get more interesting now we just need them to tweak performance, we need them to be faster, we need them to run cooler, we need them to have better battery life. Um, you know, it, Which it's, is all part of innovation. It's in, yeah, no, but it, yeah, okay, it is innovation, but it's not being, it's not massively different from what we have. All we're saying is, we've got the form factor right now, just make it better. Okay, As I disagree. As opposed to, I want 15 screens on my laptop.
1: I disagree. I don't think we know what... Um, possibilities there are out there hmm. I I actually think that it's because of your type of thinking in the business tech world of actually we don't need to improve the form factor what we need is to make it more stylish. so let's put leather on yeah um, let's do this gimmicky bullshit. No, I'm saying
0: I don't want Let's. gimmicks. This is literally what I'm saying. Is no, I think, I don't want gimmicks. I, saying, I don't want changes
1: in place just for the sake of it. That kind of thinking was like, well, we we can't improve anymore because that's the mentality. Mm-hmm. I think that whole mentality is actually what's stifling um, so the industry.
0: I think. Okay, so this is what I think. Doing some adding something to a product just for the sake of it for a gimmick is stupid. Yeah. Um I think the R and D that goes into that stuff is important. Yeah. But releasing it to market just so you've got something in the market before everyone else and it comes out shit yeah. is stupid.
1: But they're probably looking at that whole gimmicky thing because as far as I'm concerned, we've got the factor form right.
0: Clearly, Samsung did not.
1: Yeah, I know, but we're not <laughs> talking about mobile phones. We're talking about no, no,
0: no. But that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about in general. I'm generalising it. Those two, those two products were the ones of we we see the most gimmicks in now. Like they've stopped putting gimmicks on TVs, right? No. What was the last gimmick you saw on a TV? Gimmick.
1: Gimmick are the apps. They've started doing it with the apps. It's an and app and their user system, but it's still gimmick. That's not a
0: gimmick. A gimmick is something like 3D on a TV, <sighs> a curved screen. You know things that we didn't need that didn't make the user experience better. Yeah,
1: they still do curved screens. They They still still do
0: curved screens for smaller scale. They don't really do it on TV anymore.
1: No, 3D we know Samsung aren't doing. Well,
0: no one's doing 3D anymore because no one uses it. Yeah. No one gives a shit about 3D.
1: Uh, You know the only reason why I don't think people gave a shit about 3D is because there wasn't enough content to do 3D, and then you all needed fucking glasses and it's. Yeah, that's
0: what I mean. It was a gimmick.
1: Yeah, yeah oh, 100%, mm. but that's how kind of stuff started. You've mm. got to remember, Facebook, Twitter, um, all of those social media stuff all started off as supposed gimmicks, and they became standard.
0: Yeah, but they were a new product. I'm talking about taking an existing product and adding shit onto it just for the sake of it.
1: Yeah, or developing it. Yeah. Uh, you no, can't development's
0: important. Development's important. Yeah, you can't develop. r and important. You can't... Making a product better is important.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%.
0: But give me a user, use case scenario for something before you put it out.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like TVs are going on about the blackest blacks. But does that really affect our...
0: That's a marketing gimmick. That's our business. That's what we do.
1: Y- yeah. <laughs> but that's my point. You said TVs don't have gimmicks.
0: That's okay. But yeah. yeah. Mm. And we have the blackest um,
1: blacks. The Brightest colors, no,
0: that okay. So that's what I would call a marketing spin as opposed to a gimmick on the product. That's not saying that a marketing added spin on. is a gimmick, uh, no. it's okay. They let do me clarify this, right?
1: They do gimmicky stuff That's a no, in no that's marketing spin to put it out on the market. When I
0: use the term gimmick, I'm meaning something that they've added onto a product that that doesn't need. So having blacker blacks does actually make the picture look nicer, but do we need is, it? No, we don't need it, but. They've taken an existing product and just changed the software or the technology of the screen or whatever to make the way that works. Yeah. But adding something on like 3D onto those TVs, which, hey, it may have taken off and somebody had to try it. Yeah. So I agree with, you know, somebody has to release the stuff. But things like the curved screen or the foldable screen Samsung phone or a foldable screen laptop is just something I don't need. So something we didn't ask for, something we didn't need. Something that does not have a user case scenario for it.
1: Which is basically every piece of tech that's come out. No, it's not. I think, yeah, it is. Did we need um, cameras that do 50 times zoom? Yes. No, we fucking don't. What are you ever going to use a 50 times zoom for unless you're a spy? Which is fucking cool and the only reason why I'd actually get it is because I might I be, a spy. be a
0: spy. I might be a spy. But you don't know. I might be a that of a spy that you haven't picked up that I'm a spy.
1: Yeah, but again, it's this gimmicky shit.
0: Hmm.
1: And it's just not, like you said, it's not necessary.
2: Hmm.
1: But I do think that we kind of need the gimmicks in order to get to the point that we need to get to. I do not think that we've reached the pinnacle of... Our phones are perfect uh, so uh, yeah, what we I should know. look at is D- performance i don't believe that we've reached the well, uh, pinnacle of our laptops or our um pcs
0: no no no. i don't think we've re- reached pinnacle but i do think we've reached a point where we need them to stop adding stupid shit on and start working on like their main focus should be make these things run faster make them run cooler make the batteries last longer yeah
1: 100 percent
0: and that's I agree. yeah I agree
1: I agree I agree in that yeah but I also think that we need I don't think we've reached the form factor that you said we have reached
0: okay let us know what you think (laughs) (laughs) yeah but for real let us know what you think hit us up on Twitter Facebook Instagram all the socials Um, let us know what you think Uh, is this foldable Lenovo Um, computer cool or is it whack Um, and the same with the um, extra screen on the Omen I have seen a couple of people positively talk about this online
1: yeah the influencers no oh no no
0: no I saw the influencers for Omen talking about it and it was the greatest innovation (laughs) to ever come from gaming (laughs) laptops
1: oh bless their hearts
0: yeah I've now got their their names written down on a list for potential influencers I may work with because (laughs) They did a great job.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, let's talk about E3. E3.
0: Favourite time of year.
1: Alex had an open convo with E3 this week to announce its plans of a panel in upcoming games. Using the talents of it and I, let me bring this conversation to life for you. I'll just play it right Are we going to
0: do a reenactment?
1: Yeah. And I'm just going to play it for them now. Getting hype for hashtag e 32019 hey at E3, can we get an invite?
0: Hey, sure. Uh, Just uh, to hang or do you guys have something else you want to talk about?
1: Definitely want to hang. But we also have some gaming news in the works we can talk about. How about a panel?
0: Um, I think we can squeeze you in. Uh, What's the panel called?
1: Okay, how does this sound? Bringing your favourite shows to life. Developing Netflix originals into video games.
0: (gasps) Sounds great. Uh, can we get a hint about these games?
1: Of course, this upcoming Stranger Things game. But, hmm, there's definitely more to come.
0: Cool, can't wait. Uh, I'll keep checking in with you guys for updates.
1: Stranger Things high five! So we all knew of Stranger Things. We've seen the Minecraft and interactive shows such as Bear Girls kind of interactive TV thingy yeah. on Netflix.
0: And Black Mirror?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one too. But speculation is running rife as to whether it's going to be more interactive shows, like the whole Minecraft thing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or Netflix-inspired games such as the aforementioned Stranger Things game,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or games that are going to be partnering with stuff like um, Sony or Microsoft. You didn't even know about
0: this. I didn't know about this, but I think it's cool. Um, Netflix is a powerhouse when it comes to streaming digital entertainment. Um, I have played the stranger things mobile app and I think it's really cool, but I'm a bit of a retro nerd. So the style of the idea of playing a 16 bit game on my phone that is connected to one of my favorite Netflix shows. Yeah. being Stranger Things it was pretty cool um, I thought the port from of Minecraft Story Mode over to Netflix was really cool yeah it was a cool concept Snatch was a cool game um, yeah yeah that was the other one that we yeah. didn't mention yeah that was Black Mirror Snatch. Yeah. yeah
2: oh yeah it was it? yeah
0: yeah, um, yeah it was cool it's, it's all pretty cool stuff they're pushing forward how Netflix works they're not totally original ideas yeah but it's cool
1: so I'm wondering. I've
0: got a, I've got an idea of what they could work on, do. Yeah.
1: I'm wondering. Mine might be a little bit out there, a little same bit might more mine. <laughs> extreme. Yeah. But I was having a thing mm-hmm. about how Google were looking to get into their cloud spacing.
0: Mm-hmm. I think me and you are on the same mind, same thinking pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Here.
1: And I'm wondering yeah. if Netflix are thinking of developing their own. Um, Cloud
0: streaming game streaming platform. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I. I would not surprise me if they got into that. Did you think the same thing, I thought exactly the same thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, Google Stadia uh, is a platform which is going to be streaming games to your PC or to your PC to your phone or to your TV through the controller situation.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and so you don't have a physical copy of it on your any of your devices yeah um and I think they're gonna do it and I think they'll make it work just not in countries like Australia because we've got shit internet um and yeah if anyone else could do this surely it's Netflix yeah they're the ones who figured out how to stream 4k at a reasonable bit rate
1: yes which kind of brings me Mm. to our next topic yes which is the Sony and Microsoft partnership yes which they've announced ahead of E3. Um,
0: Yeah, this one's an interesting one. So I did want to read a wee bit on this. Uh, Sony and Microsoft partnering up in order to explore AI and cloud gaming. Sony will help Microsoft explore the use of Microsoft's Azure data centers. um, And it's going to be a way to better support cloud gaming for both communities. This means exploring the potential of creating platforms for content creators. And in return Sony will be getting a hand uh, getting a hand with the physical aspects of the technology that okay, is that's the use of AI and semiconductors. No, that's what that's what the announcement
1: is. Yeah, no. Uh, when amazing. you when you said hand. You know, Sony's gonna get a hand. Yep. And I was like, Oh, is yep. this PC? Okay. Yep. <laughs>
0: but this is this is exciting. So this is the two biggest console companies in the world. Um, the two big Goliaths have
1: yep. who are ripe for disruption
0: they are very ripe for disruption and i think they saw that disruption at um, gdc yeah. which was google were like hey we're gonna disrupt you and they were like fuck, <laughs> hey and um, sony would have been like okay so the enemy of my enemy enemy I, is yeah, my, my friend. friend so the enemy of my Google is my friend Yeah. <laughs> so they've gone hey guys you know how we've made a shit ton of money out of gaming over the last few years I don't want to share any with those guys yeah you don't want to share any with those guys how about we get together
1: yeah I do think it would be cool if um, Netflix are also going to into that cloud that space gaming space mm-hmm Like, I think it's highly unlikely, but it would be cool if they decided to join Mm. that market along with Google. Yeah. And um, and it ends up resulting in Microsoft and Sony Mm. coming into this partnership that allows cross-platform play.
0: Yeah. But that's the thing. They haven't said that it's going to allow cross-platform. They haven't actually announced anything, any product that's going to come out of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because they're looking at cloud gaming which in theory is already working on it yeah which in theory and for we know sony could be as well yeah well they've Um, already got it yeah which in theory does actually allow could would actually allow the two Hmm. communities to play online without any disruption
0: great so just for a bit of context here of um where Microsoft and Sony currently sit in the cloud gaming space. Yeah. Um, Sony released their cloud gaming platform, I think, around about three years ago. It's called um, PlayStation Now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, It's available in the UK and it's available in the States. It's not a great platform. Um, They haven't got an amazing library of games, but they've got that thing there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Last year, Microsoft announced xCloud. Yeah um and they actually literally just made an announcement like a month ago saying that it's literally in the last phase of testing before they're going to be able to announce whether it's going to be released and how it will be available for users so both of those companies already have their own existing platforms and technologies i think what they're going to do is come together to work out how to use microsoft azure's ai and cloud service which is huge Mm -hmm. Benefit each other's platforms and make both of them better. Yeah. When it comes to the Azure side of it. And then you've got Microsoft who's going to be benefiting from the semiconductors and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I'm about to shit talk Xbox. So apologies <laughs> to my friends, friends. at Xbox? At Xbox. <laughs> um, well, it's not personal. Well,
0: we've got friends on both sides of that walker.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's Xbox, so I'm going to wrap to Okay. Uh, Xbox.
0: Don't worry, Xbox, if I think she's wrong, I'm going to jump in to your defence.
1: Yeah, they have focused a lot of their activities on really stupid shit. Like what? Uh, Xbox Glass.
0: Oh, that was years ago.
1: Yeah, Yeah. but that's my point. Yeah. Um, I think their focus, because it is, Xbox does belong to Microsoft, and as we all know, Microsoft is a pretty... mm, Boring. Company? Company. Um they're very
0: you say they're a boring company but I have heard you talk erotically about Excel
1: yeah I know <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah okay so I do the whole Excel porn thing cause yeah you know those those um
0: <laughs> there's nothing like a sexy macro to
1: <laughs> just keep get, get a girl going yeah <laughs> um no, no, Talk no. to me about those drop-downs. Um, and I think their focus mm. has been a lot on trying to outdo PlayStation. Because PlayStation
0: yeah.
1: is actually... The winning, the
0: winning the war at the moment.
1: Oh, they've been winning the war for fucking years. Well, in this
0: current, in this current generation, they've definitely been winning the war.
1: Yeah. It's the, the number one console. Yeah. And they have been the number one console and for fucking well. years. Yeah. yeah. For every one Xbox, there's three... PlayStation? Like it's sitting
0: crazy. I haven't seen the latest, latest numbers, but it, I mean, it is sitting crazy like that.
1: Yeah, like it's, it's really insane. Um, and Xbox, I think, have been too focused on beating their competition hmm. rather than um, doing good by their consumer base. Okay. PlayStation has always been focused on their consumer base, mm-hmm. which is why they've been so successful. Mm-hmm. Um, like they've had some fuck ups too, but nothing in terms of development. We get um, Xbox come out with the air, shit. Then they come out with an Xbox Lite or an Xbox.
0: Yeah, but every console does that.
1: Yeah, I know. And so it's
0: you release, you release a product. And, and they come out a, with yeah and like two years time when sales are starting to drop you release a slim version of it yeah then you X- release
1: a. as i was going to say xbox develop apps that they don't even end up supporting themselves after a year if it doesn't get picked up and like the yeah, first the three of PlayStation months. does the same
0: thing sony does exactly the same thing i've got I, there's there was a sony chat, um a playstation chat app for a long time and that ended up getting dropped. They just stopped using it. And then there's the PlayStation app, which has been dropped and refixed and rejigged and changed. And um, what they had, Smart Glass. Then they had Smart Glass for Xbox One, and now they've just got the so Xbox now app. So we're now
1: talking to about Xbox. Yeah,
0: but but no, I'm talking about both of them. Have both done the same thing. So they've released apps. They haven't worked. They've redeveloped them. They've released new ones. They've. I, I think. I don't like see. I, said, I don't see a problem with it. I don't think. I think what you're shit talking them for isn't worth shit-talking them for.
1: Oh, what's well 100% shit-talking them for the sake of shit-talking them. Okay,
0: sorry. Uh, can, so we can establish that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But I think that's an indication. Yeah. I think th- their whole development into those areas is an indication of their kind of arrogance into it's only us two. It's a monopoly.
0: It's a duopoly. A du-
1: duopoly, sorry. Yeah. Um, there's only the two of Yeah. and Xbox have always known for this kind of arrogance it's what gives it the Xbox attitude yeah? <laughs> yeah 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 and it's Xbox users can be a bit arrogant as well yeah yeah but that's the attitude that comes along with um, the Xbox and
0: then you've got the PC players that are all on Windows they're even <laughs> more arrogant
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like um, PC Master Race Oh, yeah, I can't even deal. Um, but then you've got uh, PlayStation, which mm. is more family orientated, and that's their kind of attitude. Mm. Um, and so they tend PlayStation tends to focus a lot more on their consumer base. I find, mm. like, yet yeah, they've had some um, real fuck ups, like uh, the PS Portable thing. PSP. Yeah, PSP, and what did they release after that? Uh,
0: the next PSP. can't remember what it was called. Yeah,
1: I can't remember the name of the it. The smaller one. Yeah, is it even still going? No,
0: they literally just stopped in the last year, I think it was. They stopped supporting that.
1: Yeah, but that was um, uh, having a go trying to get the Nintendo market.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Nintendo just dominates the handheld market.
1: Yeah. Um, so, like, there was an aim, I guess, for that in mm. comparison to... Xbox, with their developments, or lack of developments, always seems a little bit, I don't know, behind. And then they try and come out with a whole, we're ahead, but you're not really. Yeah,
0: but, so, okay. So, when they did try and be ahead, um, the Xbox One could have been a more technologically advanced PC. I mean, PC console. Yeah. But literally, when they announced all the advancements that they wanted to have involved at E3 mm. the industry pushed back on them and they got rid of them all like what? like the always on um, uh, always on internet and always on um, Xbox Connect and stuff like that so yeah yeah. No, there was a whole bunch does of stuff does
1: the Xbox even have VR? no a system yeah oh
0: but that i think that will change i think what we're going to see at e3 from xbox i think we're going to get an announcement of their new console yeah we won't get a release date we won't get a name but i think we'll get a few promises of what it will be and i don't think we'll get a release until next year late next year
1: of xbox's console
0: xbox's next console will either be late next year or the and year after that okay I but reckon PlayStation I think PlayStation isn't even at E3 so yeah Um, but I think as a part of that I think they will announce that the new Xbox yeah will be compatible with Windows VR yeah so Windows has VR platform Xbox doesn't
1: yeah yeah I know it's odd um the
0: even Nintendo Switch has got VR now yeah
1: i wouldn't be surprised of that at all yeah 100 percent. i think you're probably right oh of course i am um playstation i know they're not at e3 Hmm. aren't they at e3 this year
0: no they announced months ago that they weren't going to be at e3 this year they don't have anything new to announce so they're not going to bother turning up
1: oh fuck yeah gangster
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is (laughs) it is pretty gangster it's like this year we killed it we had all the best games and they did yeah they did We had all the best console games on the market. You all bought them. We've decided we're taking a year off and going on vacation. Fuck y'all. See you next year. <laughs>
1: see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> While everybody tries to play uh, play catch up.
0: But they, they will have a next... Uh, what PlayStation's doing a lot more of now is the PlayStation Experience events. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Yeah, so... What, what does your, that mean?
0: So they're just their own events that they run.
1: Oh, okay. It's similar to what Huawei does. They don't do... Um,
0: the it's more like what it's more tech like what no, no no Huawei do the tech conferences no they don't it's more like what Apple do no
1: no um yeah Huawei doesn't do it either
0: yeah
1: no, they do uh Mobile World Congress
0: yeah they do they do Mobile World Congress they do yeah they do I'm all. pretty
1: sure they don't I'm pretty sure they do their own events at the same time
0: yeah they do their own event at the same time what I think you're gonna find PlayStation will do yeah. is what Apple does and we have it a completely different time they go. We're not having it during your big industry event. Uh, we're not even going to do it at the same time. We're going to let you guys all do your thing and waste your money trying to outdo each other. We're just going to do our own event. It's going to be really scaled down, but it's going to be fucking epic what we announce.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's going to I save the PlayStation money. PlayStation
1: will do that. I don't think they'll scale down. Never really known Sony to be the kind of company that scales oh, down the shit. Year's,
0: last year's E3... It's
1: like Xbox never do scale down stuff. No. Microsoft never do scale down stuff. They no. do epic shit. Yeah. Um, and they've always got a world premiere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah. totally. Exclusive
0: to Xbox One.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, The thing about E3 isn't so much... I guess, the big... Like, I know everybody covers the big companies, hmm. but I think the cool parts of E3 are actually the smaller um, developing companies that are there. Oh,
0: no, the best. The best people at E3? Yeah. Literally the best company at E3 is Devolver Digital because they're not part of E3. They're on at the same time. time. They do the weirdest <laughs> shit. And they have the best... Live stream of their press conference. It's always amazing. Yeah. And
1: like the last one, I remember tuning in some ridiculous time of the morning. Yeah. And it specifically was specifically just so I could watch the air. Yeah. Um, press conference because you know it's going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah,
0: it's going to be stupid. It's going to be yeah. crazy. And they
1: always hold it like across the road.
0: Oh, so that, that that's not the press conference. They always hold their press events, which is. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I'm talking about when you're that, at E3. Yeah, yeah so the last time I went to E3 they held it in a car park across the road and while E3 had changed their rules to now the public were allowed in yeah um and
1: which kind of pissed off a lot of people yeah
0: you weren't allowed to serve booze or anything like that there anymore
1: oh which is kind of the point of E3 was it not yeah
0: right so what Devolver did was they got this car park put up a whole bunch of tents the public were not allowed it was media and developers only so they just went the opposite of E3 mm-hmm. and they were giving away beer and food yeah it was amazing and it's oh beer, food and dildos
1: yeah <laughs> and the dildos went out pretty quick although I'm not really surprised because E3's in LA yeah 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 I'm not surprised that they
0: yeah well, I remember when I messaged you oh my god they're giving away beer um, food and dildos you were like well, get us one.
1: Uh, one? No, one each. <laughs> um.
0: And they were all gone. Yeah. But what was funny is we ended up becoming mates with the developer of uh, Genital Justing, what the free dildos they were giving away was promoting. And he didn't even know that they'd done that. Oh, that's funny. Like a year later when I told him about, oh, yeah, no, I went to E3 when they announced your game and blah, 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 blah. And they were giving away free dildos. And he was like, I didn't even know they did that. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, so that's I think that's the part. E three, if you're actually going,
0: yeah,
1: um, to the event, because it's I it back open to, still open to the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's <laughs> it's those don't don't bother going for those popular games that everybody's gonna fucking have a go. Yeah, at. Um, I don't think you'll actually. Apart from, I guess, saying you got to play it first, you, and you're, you aren't yeah. even, you're not even the first ones to play it. No. Um, I just, it's the, it's your indie developers, your smaller... Do
0: you um, see the cool shit that they're doing? Developers.
1: Awesome. Those, are, I guess, are the best stores, they're the best... Um, oh, they're not the best stalls. They're the best games. Yeah.
0: The best stalls are the AAA games because they just go all out because they're trying to get your attention.
1: Yeah, but it's gonna be filled Up to the well, Yeah, the with thing is, it's so hard
0: lines. to get in and play. Like, even as media, yeah. if you haven't registered with your local PR people to play that game at a set time during E3, yeah, yeah, you're not. You're gonna not be. gonna play it. Like, no. I, I didn't re- pre-register for um, Xbox or Nintendo. I I pre-registered to go to the Xbox press conference But didn't um, pre-register to play any of the games at E3 Nintendo, I didn't get to play any of the Nintendo games when I was at E3 Xbox, only reason I got to is because I hustled my way into an after hours event At the Xbox booth
1: Oh yeah Okay
0: Yeah, No, but I'm just saying that's how hard it is to get into play the games the, 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 The AAA games
1: oh you're saying if it's hard for you as a media person it's it's gonna be be hard for the public public. yeah um yeah so if you are going to e3
0: expect to stand in lines for a long time
1: yeah so i would i would highly recommend going for those um indie Mm. indie games like triple a are always they've got the money you know you're going to buy that game Mm. regardless yeah and if you want to have a guy I'd seriously wait until it comes out in your local I don't, I don't know store and give it a fucking smash there
0: yeah or even wait for the smaller game expos like PAX and stuff like that to come to your era. yeah yeah you and play it there and
1: play it at that, it at that yeah. where it's going to be less less, less people, people. Um, but you're those developer and
0: you're not you're, you're not fighting against the media to get in as well yeah but the media will always get preference over the public
1: yeah, yeah so I guess those indie developers those are the ones that you actually want to check out hmm. those are your future up-and-coming um, game makers whether they're not being they're not relying on the fact of their last title yeah. they're always trying to think of something more innovative more interesting if I can call way of degree. being more immersed into the game yeah and so they're
0: I th- the ones that are innovating the industry
1: yeah so with E3 yeah yeah cool walk past the big fucking stalls and if you can grab some free shit, go for it. Yeah. But definitely go for those indie developers yeah. and try and find the ones that are all outside of E3 as well. Yeah. Those are the ones you want to go to. Definitely. All right. Up next we have X-Men. <gasps>
0: Alright, so, as I teased earlier in the show, I've got some X-Men news I wanted to bring up. You don't know anything about this yet. No. Right, so, uh, X-Men...
1: I'm pretty disillusioned with the whole X-Men franchise.
0: So you're talking the movies or the comics? The movies. Okay. The
1: comics and the car shows, I remain a true fan yep. of. The movies Yep. is what has disillusioned me.
0: Alright, so... This isn't about the movies Okay So, we already know Disney's now got control of those movies back And they've cancelled all the projects for the movies Yeah um, The last one's going to be Dark Phoenix, which is out next week, I think Yeah um, Still won't so, watch it Yeah, yeah, yeah so, But they've cancelled all that The only one they've said is I'll Wait for
1: it to come out on
0: Yeah So, we know what's happening with that
1: YouTube or something
0: The bombshell is regarding the comic books Okay Right. So, in... My heart is beating so hard. So, you've got Uncanny X-Men, X-Men, X-Force. Literally, all those different X-Men franchises have got their own comic books. Yeah. Every single one of those comic books Mm -hmm. have just been cancelled by Marvel. (gasps) They are no longer making them. They've ended all the stories. Well, they haven't ended them all. They're (laughs) just stopping. Wow. It's over.
1: Not forever. Forever, ever? Not forever, for ever, ever?
0: Not for ever, ever? No, but it's huge. They've just gone, it's up, over.
1: Holy shit.
0: Right? What they have done, you have look on your face right now. Hey, to explain, Carissa, look like she's like big eyes, jaw dropped. Like yeah, I've got a
1: full on poo kind of eyes happening right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's happened is they have hired back, um, 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 um what's the guy's name? I've got to get his name right here. Um, Jonathan Hickman, um, and he has been hired back to Marvel. Jonathan Hickman is the guy who wrote a lot of the Marvel comics that have been cherry-picked for movies in the MCU. So yeah, he no, they, he did like uh, Civil War and okay, um, yeah, yeah, Infinity Wars and stuff like that. He was in charge of a lot of that stuff. Okay. So and and elements that have been used in the other movies. Yeah. So he's been hired back to be put in charge of X-Men And the first thing he did was go It's all over um, And his reason being
1: Yeah
0: Is he wants to take it He wants to realign the X-Men universe It's become too complicated Yeah, um, agreed Too convoluted It's And I wouldn't mind picking The comic books The comic books I wouldn't mind picking what they're planning on doing
1: I guess I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think they're going to do what they did with the rest of Marvel and they're going to set it up to be um, cleaner, tidier, re- start retelling these stories to set up for the MCU.
1: Yeah.
0: So I think the movie this, this is the MCU. The MCU is the movie. So yeah, um, yeah I think they're realigning the X Men gonna bring it all back in line start telling me stories again they've got the right man in charge as well
1: i'm a little nervous yep because if we're starting from scratch yep does that mean the characters that i once loved are going to be completely different in this new i think
0: this is what i think they're going to do i think they're going to take all these characters back to the characters we all loved back in the 90s yeah I think they're going to realign them Wolverine will go back to being Wolverine that we all know and love um
1: I think Wolverine is the start- only character though in the MCU
0: MCU not MCU <sighs> MCU's in movies oh okay in Marvel comics
1: in Marvel comics yeah that kind of has stayed the same
0: he has Logan's always been Logan
1: Logan has always been Logan. Yeah. When, um,
0: except for when he wasn't Logan, when he was the other name. Yeah. <laughs> but, but even
1: then, he was... His, his character, across all those different um, universes, I guess, hmm. in the comic books, his character kind of... Has stayed pretty consistent. Has been consistent. Yeah. And even in the MCU... His character has been... Well, that's
0: not the MCU. In the Fox Marvel universe, it's been pretty consistent. Yeah. The timeline's been fucked.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. That fucked me right yeah. off.
0: And the Wolverine standalone movie was shit.
1: Yeah, it was. Um,
0: Rest in peace, OG, movie, Deadpool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the only one I liked out The of Deadpool's that, been consistent. The only one I liked in the MCU... Is, yeah. ...was actually Logan, the movie...
0: What about that? Okay, still not MCU. You need to separate those movies uh, from MCU because yeah. they're not MCU. The
1: fucking X Men movies.
0: Yeah. So you like Logan and Deadpool?
1: I oh, did Yeah, because Deadpool is Deadpool can fuck up whatever he wants. Yeah. He's Deadpool. Yeah. I'm not talking about Deadpool. I'm talking about Wolverine. Yeah. And out of Logan. all the movies that Wolverine has starred in, yeah. Um, the only one I liked was logan
0: yeah logan was brilliant yeah logan was a brilliant story um i loved that movie
1: yeah it was it was sad tragic it was it reminded me of the comic
0: yeah yeah definitely in the comics yeah. even
1: though it wasn't exactly like it was gritty the comics it had that grittiness and those undertones on themes yeah of um human emotion basic human emotion yeah and struggle yeah and I think and that's kind of always what X-Men I guess has been been like except these people get the X-Men characters get to deal with all these mm. struggles with superhuman powers mm. and that's what I liked about X-Men yeah the comic books and the cartoon yes um, and then the movies started coming out and ruined
0: it. Well, see th-
1: for me, I and I found it. I actually found it really hard to get back into the comics after
0: after the movies. After the movie, yeah. The first two X Men movies, I think, were great for their time. At the time, they were good movies. Yeah. I think looking back on them, they were a bit cheesy and whatever. But I think they were good movies. What where I think it went wrong is when they started splintering off into the two different timelines and they, yeah. st- they started getting convoluted and
1: all that kind of stuff and i can understand like marvel has to kill yeah i can understand with the comics just going you know what end end it we're ending it because it gets confusing and it does get confusing i remember i was i was actually following one universe picked up bought the next three comics that i was due to read and i'd actually picked up the wrong um, The wrong Story Arc Yeah And you I went from You confused as to what was going on Yeah I went yeah. from My I think it was oh, I can't remember Where I was in the story That I was in Which I can't even remember now Which one it was Yeah
0: What saga it was
1: Yeah which saga That's it Which saga it was But then all of a sudden I ended up The X-Men were in Outer Space <laughs> <laughs> And um, it was like that
0: being a Spider-Man fan back in the late 90s as well. Yeah. Because um, there was like Fantastic Spider-Man and Superior Spider-Man. And the, yeah, yeah, all yeah. these different Spider-Man stories. And like having to time. go back
1: to that comic book shop yeah. and go, Oh, I've picked out the wrong ones. Can I get the other three?
0: Surely the guy behind the counter went, yeah. Completely no, it, understood. Yeah.
1: But then having to go through, because I couldn't remember which saga I was reading. Yeah. And then...
0: Honestly, this is why I buy the um, big books.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: After after it's already been through its print run. Yeah, okay. You bought the hardcover version which has all the comic books all in one.
1: Yeah, but then I couldn't afford yeah. um the hardcover versions. Yeah. We had our three kids. I yeah. had three, our two. Yeah. And they were babies and it was all about the nappies. Yeah. But it was so I couldn't afford to spend eighty dollars. Which sure. it was back then yeah. For a hardcover Yeah I could only afford The fucking Eight dollars mm. For the Comic Yeah And so Having to go back And go oh, I actually have picked up The wrong ones yeah. yeah And then the movies came out And I just got shitty
2: Yeah
1: So yeah. I, am, I am I am quite excited But I'm also dubious That I'm I'm nervous that they're going to change the characters that
0: I love I mean I think you'll probably see some tweaks to those characters but I think what we're gonna see is them clean it all up Uh, go back to like I said the characters we all know and love I think they'll start with the core characters again yeah like Gambit
1: was my fucking favorite well this
0: is what I mean I think it'll go they'll they'll go back to those core characters which were uh, Cyclops, Storm, um wolverine yeah uh, storm
1: was my girl man yeah. i wanted to be like her yeah but i loved Gambit. yeah
0: ice man angel
1: i don't see i can't remember Iceman as much
0: I'm, I, I know i've got his name wrong as well it's not Iceman. man and some but some nerds going to correct me on that yeah but those were the cool ones right beast
1: yeah i uh, yeah like angel comes in later on
0: yeah human torch
1: Nah, yeah, still later on. They're not cool.
0: No, they were cool. They were in the original, the literally the original um, comic book.
1: Yeah, see, I'm thinking um, Storm. Cause she's my girl. Like Jubilee.
0: Rogue. Rogue Jubilee. Yeah. So you're thinking 90s cartoon era?
1: Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's that was the era where I started picking it up. Yeah. Um, Wolverine. Cyclops Beast Yeah Cyclops
0: but I, mean, I think those will be the cool ones to actually go back to um, And then they'll start adding in characters Into it And build it up again
1: Yeah Yeah Yeah
0: uh, I wouldn't mind picking They'll probably tell the Dark Phoenix story again
1: Oh I really don't want them to Yeah <laughs> Really really don't want them to It's like That whole Dark Phoenix shit
0: Yeah
1: Is To me now It's like Batman Batman movies all have to start with his fucking origin. Like, we get it. We know. We all fucking know. Every generation knows how Batman came to be Batman. So you don't
0: want to see the Dark Phoenix story as part of the MCU? I don't think they'll do it anyway. Because it's going to be too soon to... Too close to the Dark Phoenix they are doing now.
1: Yeah, I don't want... I don't want the Dark Phoenix storyline (laughs) at all. At all. I think I'd fucking...
0: Okay, question before before we wind up the show, because that, that's, that's all the big news on that. Yeah. But I did want to f- uh, finish on this question. Yes. If you were going to bring the X-Men into the MCU, just the X-Men, not okay. Deadpool. Okay,
1: yeah, well, he's not really X-Men.
0: Well, he is, but he's not, he's not part of the core X-Men. So you're going to bring the core X-Men into the MCU. How do you do it? Silence, while Chris thinks.
1: Yeah. Have you, have you
0: put much thought into this?
1: Yeah, so I actually thought that one way you could bring in the X-Men would actually be with the fight against Thanos.
0: Yeah, but that's done and dusted now. Yeah, but... Literally. <laughs> dusted, but done and dusted.
1: Yeah, but I did wonder if they're an, if they're an Easter egg. And, you know, that last, that scene where it all... Those different portals open up and you've got shit tons.
0: Of people coming in.
1: Of people coming in. All of a sudden a beast jump through.
0: Or no. Wolverine was, shooting.
1: Was the X-Men in amongst them? I don't know. Yeah. It was too fast for me and I haven't watched it a million times yet. Like some people. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes out to the point where I can pause it, if I can have a look at it all. Yeah. To see whether or not um, maybe X-Men is... So, in your so it, I would probably, if I was going to start it, bring in X-Men, I would start it from that fight.
0: So in your world, in your view, mm. the last 10 years of the MCU, the X-Men are already a thing. We just haven't seen them yet. Yeah. Okay. I like that.
1: And so I it's would start... It's an interesting um, way of
0: telling the story, cause you'd, but you'd also have to tell the story of why... You don't when, have to tell the story why. Well, no, no of... I don't even know what the why is I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I can pretty much guess. But yes, continue.
0: Yeah, you have to tell the story as to why they decided they weren't going to get involved in New York. Why weren't they going to get... Because the X-Men were based in, uh, based in upstate New York. Yep. Um, why they didn't get involved in Thanos. Why they didn't get involved in um, Sokovia. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. It, you, that was exactly why, what I thought you were going to say. Okay. <laughs> and my thing with that is... No, they don't have to. We don't. Um, we don't find out why fucking majority of those people didn't get involved yeah. until later on.
0: Yeah. Right. So. Um,
1: I. Yeah. I like we were all the fucking witchy people with Doctor Strange. They were there fighting, but we don't see them in the movies. In those um with the incident
0: no but we see in oh, spoiler alert yeah <laughs> we see an end game that they were involved Yes, yeah, they were involved but you in didn't silence see,
1: yeah but you didn't see that so why can't the x But that's what i'm like saying that? is
0: you, you're going to have to tell that story no, you don't
1: you don't have to tell that story we didn't have they didn't have to tell that story the only reason why they tell that story is because it's actually all about dr strange hmm. is the only reason why we find out that they were actually fighting hmm. So, no, I don't think you need to explain why the X-Men uh, weren't seen. Mm.
0: So, my, this is my thinking here. This is how I would do it. I am going to say, if you want to know what that jingling is in the background, our cat's walked in. Mm. Um, my way of doing it is there are mutants already. You've got uh, Scarlet Witch yeah. and Quicksilver. In the MCU. Who are mutants. Um, and instead of. It being a situation. Where Xavier has already pulled together. The X-Men. I think you say. you uh, Bring it in where he had just starts it. Xavier decides to start the X-Men. And bring all these mutants together. And we can have a crossover with Scarlet Witch. Being pulled into it.
1: Yeah, I like mine better. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I think you can still tell a backstory of each of those mutants.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't think you need uh, to.
0: Um, I think eventually you tell a new Wolverine story too. Like he gets his own movie again, but you do it right.
1: I don't know. I don't, do we really want to focus on Wolverine? Yes,
0: we do. No, Wolverine's don't. amazing.
1: Let's do one game, but.
0: Oh, yeah, I want a Gambit movie. See Gambit, I'm gutted the Gambit's been cancelled, but I'd love to see a Gambit movie.
1: Yeah, like the character of Gambit really appealed to me. Hmm. Um, Is it because he
0: was a smooth-talking Cajun?
1: Maybe. <laughs> it was hot. Yeah. Um, no, but he was good and he was bad, and he wasn't either.
2: Hmm.
1: Like, he was a good guy, but... He's he a good guy with questionable morals. Yeah, with questionable ethics. Yeah. And he, but he wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. A bad, bad guy Like he was a bad guy He was a little
0: bit sleazy But also a little bit charming
1: Yeah, but then when he becomes a bad guy Or he starts off as a bad guy
0: Yeah
1: He's not really a bad guy No nah. as... He's just a hustler Yeah Yeah He's like, a lovable yeah. hustler Yeah, like I think um, Out of the X-Men characters Which were all very, you know I'm good, true and mm. honest Yeah Um, Wolverine Who like, awesome. I like Wolverine Yeah but he, he himself was like, I am a I am a ultimately a good guy. Yeah. Um.
0: I've got some skeletons. I've had a rough. Uh,
1: yeah, I've had it rough, but I'm I'm I fight for what is right. Hmm. Is ultimately See, I, I, what he is. I think is. another
0: movie that's interesting to tell is Rogues.
1: Yeah. So I think like you could, um, I think we well, can get Tommy. Why me? I wouldn't use Scarlet Witch. I'd actually use Captain America.
0: But he's not a mutant.
1: Well, no, Captain America is in World War II. Correct. So it was uh, Logan. Correct. And so I think you can have That's flashbacks. That's if you tell that
0: version of Logan. Or you can do yeah, Vietnam yeah. Logan.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, you could. Um, or
0: you now you could do Desert Storm Logan.
1: Yeah, but my point being, is if you're going to get timey me, I mm. think those were, those were probably the two characters that you deal with. Mm. Um, but I, I don't like the idea of then using the Thanos thing as the instigator of bringing all these mutants together. Mm. And the only reason why I'm not a big fan of that, mm-hmm. I guess, is because um, Xavier... And oh, fuck, why is my memory gone? Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. They have a really strong storyline. Oh around, super strong. Super interesting. Yeah. Around World War II. Yeah.
0: Um
1: to have it start off now a lot of there's no not that many World War Toe. No, so that's what I mean. Left. So I
0: think you'd tell the story from a desert storm point of view or something like that.
1: Yeah, I just don't think it's going to come across. Or even, with...
0: or even Afghanistan.
1: See, I wouldn't because Captain America started off the World War II thing, and that, that's how you get the whole um, growth of his character. Yeah. With Xavier Magneto, what they go through is what forms.
0: Mm. Or oh, do you do um, do, you do characters? Yeah. Do you do it so that they are well established as you want, would do it? Yeah. Uh, but you do it so that. Yep, the World War Two situation for um, uh, Xavier and Magneto, Benito. and you could have it so that for some reason they bump into Captain America just to make it fun. Yeah. Um, but when it gets up to after the X Men are formed, they do that in the nineties. Yeah. We, I mean, you did it with uh, we did it with uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Why can't we do it with the X-Men? Yeah. Have it so it's based in the 90s.
1: So, um, yeah, I I prefer that whole starting in the 90s and then having that evolution so that when you get to that Thanos point, it's going to be all new characters.
0: Yeah. But when it gets to that Thanos point in time, you could also say, hey, we're also fighting our own shit at the moment or whatever it is they're doing. Yeah.
1: Like, cool. Iron Man been around for fucking 10 years. Hmm but who was saving everybody before that Mm. then I think when you get to the whole that bill of superheroes and mutants Mm. I think you can add the whole and mutants into it um, seamlessly Mm. back into those original movies and kind of have it work
0: we've got some interesting theories here
1: yeah oh fuck we could talk about this for ages yeah. we really should end the show
0: okay we should we don't have time for me to talk about um sonic the hedgehog movie no okay. fuck
1: you don't no <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right hey um let us know what you think of everything we talked about tonight uh, on this week's episode um anything from the facebook um live restrictions these uh p- new pcs we talked about what do you think netflix are going to be doing at e3 what do you think of the sony microsoft partnership and this whole X-Men thing. Um, mm. Yeah, let us know what you think. You can tweet us at hashtag RadioNZ on Twitter. Uh, or you can get both Chris and I on Twitter as well. I'm at Carice
1: I'm at Chris McCawson.
0: And thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share the show. Let us know if you've listened. Um, give it a like and give us a rating, whether it's on iTunes or any of the platforms that you've picked us up on. And that's us for this week
1: kakiter